the interview about how can one study hip hop in a sort of social scientific manner, how can one deal with the government and uh, and uh, state uh, subsidized hip hop, the welfare state of hip hop. Yes, that's a very French thing. So hang on there. And next year, well, next year you'll be you'll have a few shows. We'll start with the Oxmo Puccino special, and then we'll move on to uh, female rappers. There'll be something about street rap. So uh, they, there's a few shows lined up. I will also have try to have a sp- Swiss special and a Belgian special. So if you know about you know other French-speaking countries uh, hip hop, feel free to send me uh, send me suggestions. As always, you can contact me for uh, questions, comments, and whatnot. Thomas at yolala.org, and you can also join the forums at yolala.org/forum and uh, get the discussions going. Uh, we've got a few members. I know some of them, so that's cheating. So get on there, especially if you're one of the people who emailed me to ask me for forums, and uh, and join the, join the discussion. And now, as a very final remarks. Uh, there will be a political show next year because, as you may know, we have a presidential and legislative elections next year. So, if you're a French national and you have a French passport and whatnot, sign up at the local French consulate and get registered as a voter. Why? Well, because you can vote so that instead of having uh, to choose between a crook and a fascist, this year maybe we're going to have to choose between a big fascist and a small fascist. So it'd be quite nice, you know, if we had some other choice. So I don't care if you're voting for a center or left-wing or extreme left-wing or the Greens. Or I don't give a shit. But please, please get on the French consulate voting list and vote. Si vous êtes français, vous êtes expatrié, faites la même chose. Merci de nous éviter la même chose qu'il y a cinq ans. Merci. So, that being done, enjoy the interview and I'll see you next year in 2007. Bye-bye. Julien, good evening. I introduced you last month as the holder of a master's degree in hip-hop. Can you explain that a little? Is it truly a degree in hip-hop? Uh, hip-hop masters. Well, actually, I get a master's uh, to prepare for research, so like a first-year PhD in the, in the US, and uh, it's in sociology. It's part of a program in the Parisian University of Nanterre, uh, dealing with the uh, changes in uh, contemporary societies. It's actually socio-anthropology, so it's uh, an alliance between uh, sociology and uh, anthropology. Techniques-wise, we use, uh, we use a lot of uh, ethnography and uh, anthropology, and uh, we are interested in, uh, in the social aspects, and uh, we study the uh, forms of uh, grouping, how people uh, form groups. And uh, there you go. That's why uh, I got uh, interested uh, in terms of uh, hip-hop to look at uh, the way uh, people uh, group themselves, uh, how they make uh, posses and crews. So what is the actual title of your thesis, just for experts? So it's a normalization of uh, popular culture and uh, social control. Wow, how beautiful. So it doesn't even say hip-hop in the title. No, no, it's a popular culture. But then uh, when I talk about uh, popular culture, is uh, in order not to be limited uh, strictly to hip-hop. In all uh, social sciences, uh, if you're looking at a very specific topic, it's actually to, uh, to uh, raise some uh, wider stakes, some uh, transverse stakes. So in the title, I speak about the popular culture, but uh, in the actual uh, thesis, uh, the topic is hip-hop. How did the university, how did the professors who are not of the same generation welcome this topic? Well, uh, in my area, uh, 
of learning or teaching. There's uh, already a sociology uh, of labor, of work, uh, sociology, uh, political sociology. And as I mentioned before, it's a uh, sociology of the contemporary world, of uh, changes in the contemporary world. So it's already something that's uh, quite particular. And I'm lucky enough to have uh, professors that are quite open-minded. And uh, since the end of the 1990s, uh, they are starting to get used uh, to have students who are treating uh, this type of topic. In my last two years of uh, graduate studies, uh, there were people studying... Uh, Uh, the Goss, the Gothic uh, movement, uh, people uh, studying uh, electronic music, techno. So, so uh, professors and hip hop would come every now and then. So uh, professors are getting used to it. And uh, among the the professors uh, that uh, help me with the thesis, uh, one of them, Pierre Bouvier, and uh, starting to get uh, quite experience about this. So it went well actually. As long as you find uh, an angle uh, to study uh, your topic, uh, as long as they find the angle interesting, uh, then uh, everything goes well. I mean, nowadays, uh, hip-hop is a part of society. Very often, uh, people form tribes, uh, they form groups to sort of be with each other, uh, and be with each other facing society, society at large, the global society. In the workplace or in uh, other places, It's a, a way for people uh, to, to build uh, social links uh, because the current society uh, doesn't actually foster this type of, uh, of links and is actually uh, uh, sort of destroying uh, social links, links between people. I mean, some people study gamers, uh, role-playing gamers, uh, because they group together to, to form a new group, uh, sort of new society. And in hip-hop, uh, people group also and make crews and posses so there was a direct correspondence uh, with my mentor's approach actually uh, I guess we'll come back later to the evolution of hip hop there must have been a historical chapter in your thesis and the impression I have since I started listening to French rap is that it used to all be about posses and stuff and people were talking about hip hop movement people felt there was a real movement Nowadays, there's a business, there's a group of buddies, but I don't have the impression that there's still a hip-hop movement per se. Was that part of the things that you studied in your research? I think there's a movement, or there was a movement before that was easier to identify because it was not a, a mass culture, a mass movement, mass practice. Uh, it was more restricted. So one could have an easier uh, time actually uh, characterizing uh, the, m the movement and actually uh, numbering physically who the, the people were. There were a few uh, uh, iconic places. There were also a few groups, so uh, it was uh, easier to get a human representation uh, on a human scale of what the hip-hop movement was. But now, or since the end of the, of the 90s, Or the, the mid-90s, there's been a, a huge uh, commercial boom. Around uh, 1997 or 98, uh, it really became a mass culture, and uh, it really became a, a generational culture. I mean, nowadays, uh, all the youth, 11, 12, or up to 25, I mean, not all of them, but uh, 
uh, a large chunk of them uh, are touched uh, by, by hip-hop, by this culture. They are exposed to, to what hip-hop became. So there's a mass hip-hop, there's still uh, some uh, underground currents. It's true that now uh, a movement of purists uh, still exists. Uh, you can have uh, some uh, old-timers uh, that uh, can tell uh, each other, that recognize each other. I mean, there are tribes uh, inside hip-hop and just dancers and rappers, uh, which basically uh, don't hang around with each other uh, anymore. Apart from uh, some old-schoolers uh, who, who are dancers and uh, who are taggers, who also try to rap and who are sort of accumulating all the various aspects of hip-hop. And that was uh, quite characteristic of uh, hip-hop uh, in the 1980s. But uh, now with the extension of hip-hop, new markets uh, have been created. There's the dance market, uh, there's the music market, which is the, the biggest one. There's also the graffiti market, uh, which maybe is a bit more restricted because they go through uh, art galleries. And it's maybe the discipline of hip-hop that uh, remains the most uh, authentic, uh, the most ghetto in a way. Otherwise, they have to go through, through art galleries. So there's, there's all kinds of, uh, of little movements, because then otherwise you have the big uh, commercial movement, which is very wide and uh, basically uh, mass-produced uh, for the masses. On that particular topic, you participated in this movement to take hip-hop and bring it to the masses, taking culture and making it pass through more recognised channels. The first event you were part of was a Paris hip-hop. Can you explain in a few words what that was all about? Paris hip-hop. Yes, Paris hip-hop is the outcome of a, of a work that was actually, uh, that actually started without me, which was initiated by uh, Bruno Laforestry, who's the director of a radio called Generation. Generation. It's a regional radio, uh, radio of the, the region of Ile-de-France, which is the, the region of which uh, Paris is the, is the center. So it's the main uh, hip-hop soul uh, radio in uh, Ile-de-France and uh, it's uh, actually quite a reference uh, in the region. So he tried to work with the Parisian administration to uh, sort of outreach to uh, raise their awareness as to hip-hop culture and uh, how important uh, this culture could be to uh, the current population and especially to uh, new populations. Our populations that identify uh, with this culture, which is basically the youth of today, uh, from uh, age 10 to age 40, populations uh, coming from uh, immigrations, immigrants from Africa, etc., but not only, also from, uh, from Portugal, from Spain, I mean, I don't know, uh, the French West Indies. So, so there you go, the study was done. And I, uh, I joined a little uh, task force uh, that was uh, that was studying these questions. So I, uh, I sort of uh, gathered knowledge uh, about this and uh, tried to, to introduce this issue to the Parisian administration uh, using uh, terms uh, that could that they could uh, understand and uh, to try uh, to raise awareness uh, about the importance of Paris uh, in the hip hop movement and. Uh, and the importance of uh, Paris, the historical importance of Paris for French rap, French hip-hop and uh, European hip-hop and uh, the, the lack of implication of the uh, Parisian uh, institution in this domain. So the, the conclusion uh, after uh, all that work and realizing uh, this lack uh, 
of implication uh, of involvement of the artistic uh, administration was to uh, create uh, Paris Hip Hop. So the, the concept of uh, Paris Hip Hop is uh, two weeks of hip hop in Paris. So uh, trying to represent uh, all the disciplines of uh, hip hop in the city. So graffiti, uh, rap, music, DJing, turntablism, uh, dance. So you have uh, also debates, you have uh, exhibits. So the first edition of Paris Hip Hop uh, took place last year, uh, from uh, June 19th to uh, July 4th, 4th of July actually. So we worked in kind of uh, tough conditions, so uh, it was uh, tough to do, but uh, we did it. And uh, now we are working on the second edition, which uh, should take place from uh, the 22nd of June to uh, July 8th. Yeah, and there were movies too. Concerning the public authorities, rap has been around for 25 years in France. And before Paris hip-hop, there was no large hip-hop events in France? Well, actually, the involvement of the uh, French political world and the cultural institutions is not new. It's been actually since the uh, beginning of the 1980s uh, that the uh, cultural politics and cultural institutions uh, have been involved uh, in hip-hop. And uh, there's many things to be said about it. For example, uh, uh, there was uh, support uh, by uh, cultural institutions of uh, dance companies uh, by the government. So in uh, 1994, 95, uh, there was the uh, meetings of urban cultures in La Villette in the north of Paris. So that's actually quite important and uh, it still exists today. It's sort of uh, losing steam. Uh, but uh, it only uh, concerns uh, hip-hop dance, hip-hop dancing, and uh, even that, a subset of uh, hip-hop dance. So it's mainly uh, hip-hop dance companies that are close to a uh, modern dance, sort of uh, driven by uh, people who are part of the cultural institutions. So many things uh, can be said about this. But uh, in terms of really big uh, pan-hip-hop uh, events, that that's about uh, all there was uh, in uh, the past 10 years so uh, uh, recently there was a rue street at the Grand Palais so this was this year there was a lot of communication about it it was huge I live in Switzerland but I get French TV channels and from internet to TV we saw the Minister of Culture we saw his face everywhere we saw graffiti artists so this time it's national the French government is coughing up enough money to make it quite an impressive event so what did you do in this event? So I was sort of the contact person uh, for uh, generations, the radio generations that I, I mentioned uh, before. So that's the radio where I work. And uh, I was sort of the coordinator uh, for programming uh, music and, uh, and slam events uh, for these events. I handled the program of the day for the, for the main stage. So uh, I booked the bands, so I booked uh, DJs and rappers and uh, to sort of have a program in collaboration with uh, Radio Nova, which is, uh, because I was representing uh, Generations, but Radio Nova was also organizing uh, the music uh, part of this event, and Radio Nova is uh, historically one of the, the first uh, Parisian radios uh, to have played hip-hop in France. Well, personally, I didn't try to get uh, too much uh, media exposure uh, on myself. I told myself, uh, I mean, this was proposed to me uh, in the middle of the summer. We did it uh, like uh, in uh, one month and a half. Uh, uh, it was really, really a rush uh, to set this up. 
And uh, personally, it gave me uh, a job, personally. And uh, if I uh, hadn't been there, well, someone else uh, would have done uh, the programmation. I was wondering, when you contacted rappers and DJs, how did you introduce the event to them? Did you say, my radio station is organising a concert? Or did you say, the government is giving us cash, we can do whatever we want to do? How did you do it so that people showed up? Yeah, as you said, uh, I told them that uh, the, the Ministry of Culture uh, was... Uh, giving us money and enabling us uh, to do something at the, at the Grand Palais, which is an extremely important uh, place uh, for culture in France. It was uh, quite an opportunity. So I presented it as something where there could be a lot of uh, media coverage, something that was uh, quite big and uh, quite positive, and there could be some uh, very uh, beneficial uh, consequences for everyone. So uh, that uh, we should do something that rocked, uh, And there you go. I mean, at the same time, uh, there was uh, generations, uh, you know, behind that. And uh, generations has a certain uh, legitimity or credibility uh, in the hip-hop field. And artists trust us because, I mean, they, you know, they come, I mean, their records are played, but they also physically come uh, to the, the radio every day and, uh, and uh, generations uh, is respected. Just to explain to people, for Americans, the Grand Palais is a sort of gigantic greenhouse the size of a city block. It's huge. How many people attended the event? Overall, uh, there were uh, 50,000 uh, 50, visitors in uh, three days. The, the gauge at, at the Grand Palais is uh, 5,000 uh, visitors at a time. In terms of audience, were there all kinds of people or was it mainly hip-hop fans? It's close to the Champs-Élysées. Were there people who were taking a walk on the Champs-Élysées and arrived there randomly? What kind of audience was it? It was a big mix. Uh, there were some uh, there were hip-hop fans, of course. There were some uh, old-timers and uh, people that were performing and that met uh, some of their old uh, graffiti buddies. There was even uh, Axe, uh, uh, who was in charge of uh, graffiti, who managed to regroup the BBC crew. And there you go, everyone was uh, running into everyone, and uh, there were families, there were uh, mothers that came uh, with their children, and uh, it, was, uh, it was quite mixed. Yeah, because my one personal memory is that, of course, I wasn't in France at the time. My father saw his very first rap battle, and he loved it. Yeah, exactly, and uh, even if we cannot, uh, I mean, you cannot deny, even if it was done in a special uh, election-related uh, timing, I mean, uh, the Minister of Culture decided to do this, and uh, we very well know that in five or six months uh, it's the presidential elections, and uh, we very well know that a year ago it was the, the riots in the, in the poor suburbs, in the, the housing projects, so it's really coming uh, as an answer to this. So at the same time, we know there's an election-related uh, uh, problem at stake and uh, we cannot deny that you know they, they want to be re-elected but at the same time uh, there was a quite positive side of it but uh, you have to admit that the uh, the average redneck or the, I mean the, the guys coming from the countryside and uh, I mean no offense I don't have any issues with uh, people coming from and I mean uh, people who don't know anything about it and uh, people who are very remote from this culture and daddies and mummies and don't know anything uh, they could come and, and see what was uh, what was available what was done And all the, the feedback uh, that we had was uh, very, very positive. People really appreciated uh, being exposed to the culture. So it's really uh, 
participating in improving or uh, helping uh, making uh, some unknown uh, artistical uh, expressions better known to the to the public and these are uh, products made by people uh, who through the media uh, are coming from the bad neighborhoods and uh, and so have a very uh, very bad image so uh, it's associated with uh, crime uh, and you know juvenile crime and riots to help uh, improve the image uh, of these people just uh, compared to what was usually done in the media and uh, and in society so that was uh, that was quite positive you said that overall the outcome was positive. You mentioned that Paris hip hop would be renewed next year. I saw the minister on TV saying Rue would be renewed next year. So it's all going well. You're going to do this every year. Is it going to be your new job? Well, uh, actually, I can give you a scoop. Uh, we are uh, we're on a quite uh, underground media, so uh, I can tell you. And uh, I went to I've been to uh, debriefing uh, meetings. And uh, now uh, they want to do another event in January or February, but this time uh, in the province. So it's still coming from uh, the, the Ministry of uh, Culture. And uh, this time they want to do it outside of Paris, in Marseille. And Marseille is uh, basically the number two city uh, in France, uh, but so it's completely way off in the south. But it's also uh, the number two city uh, for hip-hop. So there you go. So when they told me, uh, of course, my first reaction was... Uh, Oh là là, I'm not gonna start campaigning for the French right wing just before the, the elections. And I really have the feeling that they are, they are putting us in tough conditions because, like, this time it took, uh, they gave us a month and a half to, to create the event. And, uh, and now this time it's gonna be also tough conditions again, it's gonna be rushed. And I, I really have the impression that they are grabbing any uh, old budget that they can to spend it just before the elections. And, uh, and that's, that's really not my shit. I mean, uh, uh, what they should do and what, what sh I would find much more in interesting is that they would support, uh, actions and local initiatives that uh, already exist locally over there. Because also, uh, they already have non-profits and organizations of artists. Who, who work and who try to, to do stuff and that's what that's the important thing it's not about uh, you know dumping a, a whole lot of cash uh, on a one shot basis that's that's not the way to do it it would be much more interesting to, to support the local stuff what's important uh, is to to, uh, to to help these people uh, who are already doing it the stuff that already exists and for example supporting Paris Hip Hop uh, Paris Hip Hop is something that I control from A to Z uh, I'm local there I choose uh, all the sponsors and uh, I can really decide on, on who's, who's doing what and uh, who's helping us. So that's something that's uh, much closer to my heart. To talk about lowly material details about money, what will you do with your sociology masters on urban cultures? What's the plan? How can, in France, someone with a degree in hip-hop make a living? Uh, degree in hip-hop again. Well, uh, well uh, for now, it's tough. It's tough, and uh, as I said, for me, the Rue event in uh, the Grand Palais uh, was a real opportunity for me. It was an opportunity to work, but also an opportunity to, to infiltrate uh, the institutional milieu uh, to see how uh, the administration worked from the inside. Well, uh, roughly, the, the association, there's a non-profit organization uh, that uh, sort of holds uh, Paris Hip Hop. It's called uh, uh, Citizen Hip Hop. And uh, that's the, the organization uh, created uh, by the, the, the boss of uh, gener the radio generations. And uh, in France, uh, it's the, the state, it's the government uh, that uh, funds, that supports culture. And uh, 
contrarily to uh, to Anglo-Saxon countries, to the, the USA, where uh, where it's more private foundations and private individu individuals uh, that uh, fund uh, culture. My position uh, will be a stable uh, with a monthly salary, and uh, that should be uh, subsidized by the the local uh, authority, like the county or the local uh, state government, uh, that's going to fund. Uh, the non-profit organization so that they can uh, they can pay me. I will uh, register again as a student uh, to start uh, my uh, PhD thesis. And uh, nowadays uh, it's quite a hot topic, uh, urban cultures, uh, housing projects, uh, hip-hop culture. Uh, it's quite a relevant uh, social topic so uh, I guess I'll manage uh, to find uh, funding. I've got a master's thesis, uh, professors from my master's thesis who are uh, ready to to follow me and support me, uh, so uh, that's uh, that's already an opportunity, and uh, of course uh, it's quite uh, precarious, uh, it's not very stable, but uh, there, there's that for now. So there you go, and uh, if everything works fine, and uh, if uh, Paris hip hop uh, works fine, then uh, it can uh, generate some uh, stability, uh, some professional stability, and uh, and that'd be great. Cool. Let's talk a bit about music now. What did you start with? What did you start listening to in terms of French rap? And what are you listening to currently? Well, I, uh, I started with uh, NTM. Uh, the first thing I listened to uh, was the, the first album was uh, Authentic. So I would, uh, yeah, I was just uh, starting uh, junior high. And uh, I was uh, I would listen to it, uh, you know, back and forth, and uh, again, over and over again, authentic. And uh, then I had a, a, I had a cousin, a Swiss cousin, who was uh, living in Geneva, and uh, who was a, a tiger, one of the the, the biggest tigers uh, in Geneva. He was uh, he was really into it, and uh, he made me my first uh, mixtapes. So uh, I started uh, listening to Gangstar, uh, uh, Ice Cube, NWA, Fushnikens, uh, etc. Lord of the Underground. So uh, I also started with uh, Black Sheep and, and others. So I, uh, I really grew up uh, in it right from the beginning. So I listened to a lot of a lot of American rap, uh, mainly uh, East Coast rap to to simplify. And uh, and then of course came uh, the time of uh, Wu Tang Clan, and uh, and I followed this uh, for years. But I also uh, listened to French rap uh, with bands like uh, La Clica, uh, X Men, Time Bomb, and then uh, little by little, little by little towards the year 2000, there was something in the in the evolution of music of rap uh, that didn't really uh, satisfy me. There was a, a real explosion. Uh, there was a real explosion in France uh, when a, ra a radio called uh, Skyrock uh, started playing uh, rap all day long, uh, really from one day to the next. They suddenly switched to rap, and uh, it was a, a huge mass explosion, which induced a transformation of uh, French rappers as French rappers adapted uh, their music to uh, to a larger audience, and so that changed that changed rap. So at that time, uh, yeah, well, I can say I was disgusted actually by the, the evolution of uh, of rap at that time. And uh, now, what I'm listening to now, 
So I still listen to uh, to American rap uh, less, but I still listen to uh, artists like uh, Jay Zilla, and then there was the, the last uh, the last high tech, the latest high tech. But uh, I guess I'm much less into it uh, than before, and I've started uh, listening to to jazz, for example. But uh, in terms of uh, French rap, there's there are artists like uh, like Cefu, uh, artists like uh, like like La Caution, uh, like Danny Dan. So, what about the future? How do you see the future of hip hop in France? The future of hip hop in France. Hmm. Uh, well, after all these events, actually, well, I think what's important is that uh, politicians uh, really involve themselves uh, much more. I think that uh, what's actually important uh, is that the, the, all the professionals and the artists and the, the organizations uh, manage to get together and uh, organize. So it's the, the culture industry, the music industry, which is uh, imposing uh, the laws of business, uh, the laws of the market on the artistic creation. And uh, since the, the, the 80s and the 90s, uh, politicians also have influenced uh, hip-hop, but without the artists themselves having any uh, pressure, any uh, force uh, to, to organize and get heard, have a voice and get, have their voice heard. Now, as I said, there's the, as I said, there's the Minister of uh, Culture, uh, which is uh, trying to do uh, things uh, left and right here and there, and uh, and trying to it's really uh, you know just for show, political show. So even though there's something, uh, there are some positive aspects, as I've said, uh, people should create uh, some uh, some sort of federation, some sort of uh, democratic uh, political organization, just so that uh, politicians and political organizations. Uh, on the government side, have someone to talk to and uh, someone to answer, and uh, so that it's not one-sided, so that the the people in hip hop culture just don't uh, uh, are not just only on the receiving end and uh, don't have any control over what's being done. I'm under the impression that for an American audience, this relationship to the government, the welfare state, it's quite surreal. I think the new American rappers would try to make their own little business in their own way without waiting for money to be granted to them, without looking for public funding. Oh, for sure, for sure. And, and that's a big difference between France and, uh, and America and uh, Anglo-Saxon countries in general. Uh, but in France, that's the way it's done. It's a tradition that the, the, the government, the state, has a very important weight in, uh, in culture, uh, in music. And, uh, and just in a, in a very strong influence on, uh, on culture overall. And uh, otherwise, then it's, uh, it's the business uh, who gets the influence on music. And if you leave it only to, uh, to businessmen, then the development of uh, culture is, uh, is quite wild and it's only uh, market-oriented. And uh, whether we want it or not, in France, the, the, the state is really the keeper of, uh, of culture. And uh, when it gets involved, it can, uh, it can protect culture. And for now, if we let the, the government do what it does, it's, uh, it's taking dance companies uh, that uh, can integrate some uh, hip-hop dancers. But uh, the situation is that you have uh, hip-hop dancers who are uh, uh, under the, the rule of uh, modern dance, uh, normal, classical modern dance uh, choreographers. And so uh, if we let them do, they just uh, format it in a, in a, you know, for the general audience, and that's not hip-hop anymore. So as I said, uh, hip-hop 
He needs to, to manage to sort of speak uh, with, one vo with, with one voice. So we know it's very difficult and it's quite impossible to have everyone agree, but uh, there needs to, to, to be a system, a way uh, to negotiate uh, with the state, uh, because in France uh, the state is important, so you have to find a way to negotiate uh, with the state, as I said. And in, in the USA you see some, uh, some hip-hop personalities who manage to get uh, a certain uh, weight, certain influence. And uh, people like, uh, like PDD uh, who manage to get a certain influence and you see that PDD could uh, run for uh, uh, mayor in New York City. In the, in the USA, through a business, through a successful business, uh, you can climb up the, the so social ladder and uh, start to have an influence and uh, start to be respected through your, uh, your, your business success. And then uh, an entire community is respected uh, thanks to you, because if you're successful in your business, uh, then, uh, then you're respected. Uh, people see you as legit. Uh, you have uh, credibility and you can change things. In France, uh, in France, you can be successful, and if you see like artists like, uh, like Mafia Quinfrey or 113 uh, who got uh, the, the French Grammy Awards, and uh, if you see Diams, Uh, the, the female rapper who uh, sells uh, millions of, uh, of CDs and uh, who have uh, you know very big popular and, and business success and they're like uh, Johnny Hallyday who's a, a French rocker the, the French equivalent of, uh, of Elvis Presley and uh, he's a hugely popular and these new artists the, the, the new stars of today the Johnny Hallydays of today uh, who come from hip hop and uh, all the populations uh, come uh, from uh, immigrant populations Uh, even though they are uh, successful, uh, they are not respected. And so that's why uh, they need uh, political recognition, because these people, to get recognized, to get respected, have to be introduced into the, the, the political area, and that has to be done uh, politically. It's, it's a bit technical, but uh, that's, that's the way it works in France. No, it's good to explain things to the audience. To wrap this up... Would you have any message to the English-speaking crowd? It's 90% Americans, but there are still a few people in other countries. What would you like to tell them about French rap in general? Some listening suggestions or whatever? There's not the same uh, musical influence, it's not the same uh, musical culture. Even though French rappers uh, dug also into uh, funk and uh, soul music uh, to sort of mimic uh, Americans... So uh, you're going to hear samples uh, coming from countries of which the, the French rappers are uh, originally from. So uh, you can hear uh, music uh, coming from the northern Africa, Arabic-speaking countries, or from the black Africa. So, uh, so that's a different influence. And in terms of uh, listening advice or suggestions, currently, well, there's the, the album of uh, Mafia Quinfri, uh, which is going to arrive uh, soon, it's going to be released soon. And uh, in this uh, group, uh, there's uh, Kerry James. He's one of the uh, Kerry James is one of the important uh, characters of, uh, of French rap. And uh, well, in terms of more uh, specialized rap, uh, there's albums like uh, the album of uh, La Caution. What am I listening to currently? Uh, yeah, there's so many things that are done right now. There's uh, so many uh, different things. There's uh, Medine. It's more about uh, militant, uh, politically involved uh, hip-hop. And there's a uh, Sefiu, who's more uh, into uh, uh, hardcore, hardcore rap and uh, who's very successful uh, right now. 
and uh, he played uh, live on stage at uh, the Rue event at the, at the Grand Palais uh, while uh, the Minister of Culture uh, was there and uh, during one of the tracks uh, of his shows uh, one of his uh, friends, one of his backers uh, is wearing uh, a mask of uh, Nicolas Sarkozy who's the Minister of Interior and who hates uh, rappers and uh, poor people in general and uh, so he Sefiu uh, was uh, holding this guy by the neck and then uh, ripped off uh, the mask and uh, showed it uh, to the crowd uh, kind of reminiscent of uh, what uh, people were doing the French during the French Revolution after they had guillotined the, the noble they would uh, hold the head in front of the crowd so you should come and uh, and visit uh, French rap uh, take a little walk on the on the French rap side and uh, French rap uh, would be better off well thank you Julien let's hope that we've educated the entire world tonight and I hope you'll listen to the next show so see you next time bye see you next time <laughs>